And, and that is where I think this episode is going to be centered around. Yes. In that, why not is the question of, why is it I cannot have what is already going for me and God at the same and time? And what God wants to give me. Give me, yeah. Like, why there is a tension. both? There's a tension. And this yeah. tension happens across our lives mm. where... You have to. There is a there's a tension that can find its way between decisions that we have to make mm -hmm. and desires that we have, and that is the thing that where we desire God. Yes, we know that the you know the right decision is God. We mm -hmm. know that yeah, boy, we're supposed to be going the the, the straight and narrow, the pure yes. and the and the clean. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Pastor. We want that little thing that you will offer in. Yeah. Like, you, I mean, yeah, it's a little thing that you only remember the bank, but I mean, a little... We, we want to have our cake. A little dirt and water, though. Yeah, though, though. we want to have the cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and that is where I mean, I think many of our listeners may have, you know, may be in their, in their frame of mind mm -hmm. in that there's a decision that needs to be made, but they are afraid that making that decision hmm. means... The loss of what they like. Or what they love. Or what they love. And, and that's, and that's, that's uh, dangerous. That's, uh, <laughs> and that's dangerous. Capture it. Alright, so... Mm. Well, hello everyone and welcome again to another episode of the Bring It Home Podcast. This is the podcast where we're hoping that you find a private application for your situation. And today, here's the thing. Um, we want to connect the dots in a major way. Because last week, last episode, we talked about why. Uh, the four questions, the four questions you ask, the four why questions um, to question your sin. Mm. Um, but this week... Um, you would remember in that last little blooper there, Pastor Shalon said, hey, listen, well, you know what I'm preaching next week? I'm preaching, uh, why not? And then, and and then they, that, let the, they let the cut out the bag. And then they let the cut yeah, out the bag. Yeah, but if you missed it, go check that other episode. But he uh, really gave us a little insight into what would have happened today. And what happened today was a title of a sermon, uh, Why Not? Connected to the why of last week, and this time we're asking a different question. Why this question? Why not? Well, why not? <laughs> oh, why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think this question, why not, was birthed from the somewhat apparent um, unresolved yeah. aspect and situation concerning Jeremiah and what he was seeing. Because last situation was kind of left on a cliffhanger. Yeah, so he kind of left on a cliffhanger there where Jeremiah is asking the question, why is the health of my people not mm -hmm. um, recovered? You know, is there not a king? Yeah. Is is God not in her? You know, these yeah, yeah. very soul-searching questions. But there is no solution in Jeremiah 8. There's no solution in Jeremiah 8. The solution comes later on. Later on. But what is interesting to me in Jeremiah's uh, experience with the text mm -hmm. as it is revealed to us is that the persons who are engaging in this dialogue and this uh, question introspection and asking the question why they are verbalizing it. Mm -hmm. But the question why not in today's text yeah. was not verbalized. Okay. It okay. was mm -hmm. 
So the question is not there. No, it's not there, but it is implied. You capture an undertone. Yes, it's it's in the undertone by the gospel writer Mark specifically, because this story which are with the rich young ruler, which we focused on today, is seen in all of the synoptic gospels, so Matthew, Mark, and Luke. But Matthew and Luke has the rich young ruler asking the question, what lack I yet? But Mark doesn't have the rich young ruler asking that question. Mark just has the rich young ruler responding to Jesus saying, Master, I have observed all these things, mm-hmm. right? Referring to the commandments Jesus pointed out. Yeah. I have observed all these things from since I was a youth. I come up in this thing. I know yeah, I, I grew up in this system. Yeah. You know, I, I know how this church works. Yes. But... On pastor's kid. <laughs> but even though he said that... Yeah. Um, I believe Mark, I, I try to put myself into Mark's position as well, or the Bible writer at that point in time, that that statement had a follow-up question, mm-hmm. which would have been, um, since I am, this is a proposition, since I am gathering myself and I am following what I believe. Since I was a boy. Yeah, since a youth, youth man, mm-hmm. I've been doing what I think is right. How is it that I'm still unsatisfied? Why am I not satisfied? Mm-hmm. Why not is the question that should come there. It's not in the text, mm-hmm. but it's implied. It's a silent cigar happening in the life of this young man. And Jesus responds to him and says, one thing you lack. One thing you lack. Now, let's pause there for a second. Because I I see that we do have a a major responsibility in this this episode. Yes. To connect what happened last week and this week. So, you mentioned, of course, that, you know, the the context behind last week, Mm -hmm. this why, now, why not, which is not said or verbalized. Not verbalized. Implied. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, the, the connect of last week and this week is what there are several aspects where the connection comes one of the aspects comes in terms of the cycles we spoke about last week Mm -hmm. we see this vicious cycle reappearing in this young man's life in the 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 in the way where he was willing to leave jesus sad than saved so he found value in his possessions in some kind of way Mm -hmm. but when the option came for him to receive eternal life the the responsibilities and the sacrifice that was needed to 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 claim that salvation caused him to leave jesus sad when he could have experienced salvation. So he was going back into this cycle. This vicious this cycle. This vicious cycle where ah, I hope, indifferent I hope, I hope to Jeremiah's, yeah. indifferent to the people of Israel in Jeremiah's um, time, they were under persecution. Mm-hmm. They were under God's retribution, yeah. right? And so they are asking why. This young man is living in comfort. He's living the life, but he feels that something is missing there's a missing piece and when he finally comes into a space Mm -hmm. where god could reason with him just as god was reasoning with the people in jeremiah's time god is reasoning with him and giving him recommending a solution recommending a solution he rejects it for his 
cycle. For his cycle. And, and, and that is where I think this episode is going to be centered around. Yes. In that, why not is the question of, why is it I cannot have what is already going for me and God at the same and time? And what God wants to give me. Give me, yeah. Like, why there is a tension. both? There's a tension. And this yeah. tension happens across our lives mm. where... You have to, there is a there's a tension that can find its way between decisions that we have to make mm -hmm. and desires that we have. And that is the thing that where we desire God. Yes. We know that the you know the right decision is God. We mm -hmm. know that yeah boy, we're supposed to be going the the, the straight and narrow, the pure yes. and the and the clean. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, Pastor. We want that little thing that you will offer in. Yeah. Like you, I mean, yeah, it's a little thing that you only remember the bank, but I mean, a little. We we wanna I, we wanna little, have our cake. A little dirt and water though. Yeah, though, though. we wanna have the cake and eat it too. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And, and that is where I mean, I think many of our listeners may have, you know, may be in their in their frame of mind mm -hmm. in that there's a decision that needs to be made, but they are afraid that making that decision hmm. means the loss of what they like or what they love or what they love and, and that's and that's, that's dangerous that's, that's, <laughs> and that's dangerous yeah. that's dangerous yeah. because it even happened to israel in jeremiah's time what mm -hmm. they loved was worshiping the idols. the idols what they loved was the the fact that they can connect with the the the, the pagan nations and mm -hmm. and look like them mm -hmm. It's a vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. So let's let's bring let's bring that home because yeah. I I'm worshiping these idols. Yes. But at the same time, I want the blessings of God. You want the blessings of God. So so you are you you are desirous of having a master disciple relationship with Christ, where you want to be a disciple, but you just want Jesus to be your master, the teacher. You want tips from the teacher. Okay. You want goods from the, the giver, mm -hmm. but you don't want the giver. So you want the master, but you don't want him to be Lord. So here this goes. Here's how it goes. And of course, you know, you can't serve two masters at the same time. At the time. same time, right. So I love my TikTok. Ah. I, I mean, I want to spend, you know, that, hours. You know, the, you know, the yeah. death scroll forever scrolling, like yes. it never ends. That's what a yes. lot of these apps do for engagement. Yes. Like I just, I, I love spending time. Or you're in, or your IG. my time. I remember like, you know, yeah. I mean, sometimes I go to this first mm -hmm. thing I do in the morning. As soon as I get up, yeah. I have my phone. Yeah. Like I want to keep doing that. But at the same time, I want to have a relationship with God. And you want it to be song. Yeah. You want it to be deep. deep. You want oh, it to be, you know, spirit filled. Spirit -filled. And you want it to effect changes. Yeah. In your life. But at and the on same your life. time, mm. I want to maintain like, you know, I want to give a lot of time to social media. Yeah. I want to be in this funny video. Yeah. I want to be memeing all over the place. You, wanna, you, you want people to feel connected to who, yeah. you, who, who you want to project. Who I want to project. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I want that. And remember, last week we spoke about that, how there's a tendency for us to want to live on real identities. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's coming again, mm -hmm. back again. Mm -hmm. This, this perspective persuasion to be somebody else okay so pastor let me ask you the question <laughs> Shana, let me ask you the question yeah. straight up why can't i have both why not <laughs> and the interesting thing about the the answer to that question is that in of itself there can be 
good can come out or arise from any one of the, the options. Mm -hmm. Because the spirit of prophecy says, Jesus was ready to give the rich young ruler all that he wanted. Pastor Snell, Deblet Snell, mm -hmm. preached a sermon um, a couple months ago referring, I can't remember who the storyline the storyline was based upon, but he was making mention that um, you don't have to sacrifice one for the other. Yeah, you can yeah, have both. Yeah, it doesn't have yeah, to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be one yes, or the I other. So he makes, he makes a, a very important point that you can be a great basketball player and at the same, and time. At the same time still go hard for Jesus. You don't have to give that up to go hard for Jesus. You're introducing another dimension. No, I brought it up because I want to show the contrast and the dangers of when you don't understand how to balance that and how to put it in its right priority. Oh, okay. so, 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 so good. So let, let's, let's work on that then because now you're saying, hey, it's, we're not dealing in extremes here. Correct. We're dealing in balance. Correct. Because this rich young ruler, even though he had a lot of possessions, great possessions, he could have used it in a great way for the kingdom. Okay, good. He could have used it in a great way to effect change to in his community, change, in his family, among his friends. Yes. But he was so engrossed in it that it took him over. Okay. So there is no problem with his wealth. There's no problem with the wealth. And we have to make that Let's clear. Let's make, make that clear. Yeah, there's because no problem with the somebody wealth. Somebody's listening at this thing keenly yes. and they're like, nah, you're coming for my money. Yeah, as I oh, say, no. you know, the chairs of my money. Yeah, already. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, so, so it's clear here. Inherently, the there's no, there's no nothing problem bad or wrong with, with it. Yeah. The danger is when it is defeating God's plan and purpose for you Good. in your life. And what you had, yeah, you said in the sermon that it is when your possessions possess it you. It possess you. Yeah. And if anything possesses you to the point that God's solution and God's invitation and presence in your life is not, cannot be perceived to the point where you see victory, then there's a problem. And it's a serious problem. And so what you have have now become a problem. The resources you have have now become an issue because it has been put into the wrong place in your life. Yeah. It has taken your affections in a, to a magnitude that you can't understand and receive, as we mentioned last week, clear spiritual stimuli from God. You are in a problem situation and God is coming into your space, providing a, a way out. But you are so possessed by what you have, what you have to offer. Spirit of Prophecy says Satan was actually showing this rich young ruler the plans and pros the prosperity that was possible in the future for him. Mm -hmm. He's thinking about the future, but he's not really thinking about his destiny. I, I, I went a little silent there. Yes. Because I'm, it's easy for us to think that the thing that we have is the issue. 
you're making it clear here yes. that the love of the thing that we have. It's not the thing itself. It's where the thing falls in our priority. That's right. That it, we deprioritize God and that thing mm-hmm. takes God's place. That's where we find our meaning instead of finding our meaning in God. That's right. But at the same time, mm-hmm. I see God saying, if the thing becomes a priority yes. above me, mm-hmm. remove it not because of the thing itself, but because of how you prioritize it. Yes. And so remove it, remove it so that the disabling aspects of it in your Christian experience can be brought into subjection to what God wants to do in your life and where he wants to take you because your things can disable you spiritually. Your gifts, your resources, your assets can become disabling to you. There's a very specific brittle moment. Yes. It was a good relationship. Person wasn't bad. Yep. But what made it a problem? Mm. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Was how you prioritize that thing above God. Mm. Willing to put him or her in front of in front of God. Of God. And so now I understand the question, which is, what lack I yet? What lack I yet? Because this is a good relationship. Yeah. We just go church together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, we just pray. Yeah. What I lack in, Lord? What I lack in. And so I, I understand where the question comes from. But God sees something else. He but sees beyond. He sees beyond. He saw in this young man the depths of his character. Yeah. And he knew that he couldn't leave him like that. He had a deep interest in how this young man would respond to this offer. He was yearning that he would weigh the options and make the right choice. Yeah. He, Jesus, was, Jesus was the Jeremiah in this situation yeah. where he's asking, he's wondering, is he going to choose what he loves? over what he lacks and somehow Jesus is asking us in our sphere with that relationship that we have Mm -hmm. that job that situation are we willing to choose what we love what has our affections over what we lack when we know that when this lack is 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 fulfilled, hmm. we get everything that we want, want. Good. and I, need. I, I want I want to uh, you know I want to bring this bring this home a little bit because you're mentioning choosing what you love over what you lack, and I might hear somebody taking that at face value. Okay, and it's important to know how it was framed in the word. Yes. Which was, you spend so much time on what you love that you now think 
You don't lack anything. You don't lack anything. Yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. And, and I think when we talked about the testing strategy, learning and growing and developing, and there's this why question that comes on and, mm-hmm. you know, you inquire as to why you're getting things wrong, yeah. even if you may be getting things right. And the strategy to get, to increase your grades is not to focus on the areas that you already have right. The, the, the questions that the you already areas, love, yeah. you already love, yeah. is to focus on the weaker areas the weaker and areas, then bring the that places up. places where you lack. And yeah. I think that is what epitomizes yes. that you know, you love the questions that you get right mm-hmm, all the time. Mm-hmm, you love what's comfortable mm-hmm. and you're unwilling to work on what is not. But because you spend so much time on that one area, you miss. Yeah. And I'm beginning to think about all the areas where I personally may be focusing on what I'm good at. Like, yeah, yeah, this is this is my thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like yeah, this. this is my niche. Like, yeah, this is my niche. This is my niche. And, and yeah. by niching down, yeah. my peripheral is dim. Yeah. And, and and sometimes you can't even recognize how blinded you are becoming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. You know, it's hard enough. Yeah, it's hard. When you don't know that, you're not seeing. Oh, my goodness. And, and when when you, you don't know that, you're not seeing. When you do know that, you're not seeing. It's like the Laodicean condition. That was just about to give me eyes out. Yeah, yeah. Nice? You need eyes out because <laughs> you, 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 you think that you are good, you think you're but good. you're poor, wretched, you're poor, blind. Wretched, blind, naked. And Jesus still comes with a solution. Buy of me gold, tried in the fire. <laughs> Listen, the thing about God that I would like to, you know, just encapsulate over these two presentations mm-hmm. is that Regardless of the conundrum we find ourselves in spiritually, yeah. God comes with a solution. That's it. Always. 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 God is a solution-oriented type God. If God was a, um, a, a, a counseling psychologist, he would have focused more on solution-focused therapy. <laughs> he would have been heavy on CBT, cognitive behavioral, cognitive and solution-focused because let this mind be in be you. Be in you. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Jesus. And because he's so solution-oriented, God always comes into our space, reasons with us. He says, come. If your sins are red like scarlet, come. Let me me wash this thing. You know know that solution, (laughs) that solution-focused mindset. Yeah. Um, There's this, there's this, uh, this little, I don't know if it's a, it's a video from Mm -hmm. TikTok. Where they say, I don't want peace. I I want problems. Always. (laughs) Always. I'm sorry, if Jesus had to say, if Jesus had to say, you know, I, I want I want peace. <laughs> I don't want problems. I don't want problems. Always. I want peace. Always. Yeah. I, I want the best for you. Yes. Always. Yes. Always. Always. And, Always. And that's the message here. Yeah. When yeah. he says to this young rich ruler, mm-hmm. sell all you have. Sell all you have. Sell all you have mm-hmm. because I want peace for you. Always. And 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 you know, I mentioned that the rich young ruler had this silent saga where he asked the question, mm-hmm. but it's not verbalized in the text. It's mm-hmm. implied. Yeah. Jesus also implies his why not as well in the okay. text, you know. Okay. Okay. Yes, okay. and I didn't have time to yeah, go into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But later down, in the, later down in the, in the, in the, in the text, yeah. you know, the disciples are confused now when Jesus says, hey, it's hard for a man with riches to enter the kingdom of God. He has to repeat himself. He says, a man who trusts in his riches, it's very difficult for him because obviously he put his stuff in front of the savior, Mm. right? But Jesus comes and the disciples said, but who then can be saved? Mm -hmm. I found that an interesting question because that kind of implies that they themselves believe that they're rich. Because it says, who can be saved? They put themselves into the category. Jesus comes, you catch what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Jesus Mm -hmm. comes now and says, 
hey, all things are possible. That's the why not. Why can't you not be saved? Even if you have the wealth, you have the resources. Yes, yes, I didn't have time to go into that. But Jesus himself says, why not? It is possible with me, with me. But you always have to know that if I come to you and said, let go of that, you must be willing to let it go. It's like Abraham being asked. Yeah. To give up his only son. Yes. The man goes without question. But in doing so, he 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 seals up the 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 covenant that he will be the father of all nations. Come on, yeah. So sometimes, and I think this is an important thing to Mm -hmm. note. Mm God asks you to give up something. Yes. So that there may be exchange of something more. And that is why, that is why when he comes with the solution, yeah. be prepared. Last week we said, when God asks why, yeah. prepare for discomfort. discomfort. Yeah. But this week, <laughs> when God comes to you with yeah. a solution, be prepared for some separation. Mm. And separation hurts sometimes. Separation hurts. He might need to take away something. Take away something. He would call, and, and God is so gracious. That's hard. God could take it by force, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But don't wait until. <laughs> yeah, don't wait until you reach that <laughs> don't, point. Don't make him decide. For yeah, you. he can take it by yeah, force, but yeah, he to comes. Get your attention. God is a, a a reasoning God. He comes and he relates with you. Yeah. He gives you that opportunity to let go. Mm. You know, I was even thinking about eagles, the black eagle. Mm-hmm. You know, these eagles they love fish, yeah. and normally when they are making their nose dive down to the water to 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 catch these fish, sometimes the fish may be heavier mm-hmm. than they expect. Now they have to make a decision if they are going to try to take that journey with that heavy fish across the shore in time to carry it to the shore. They may not make it to the shore because the weight of the fish alone can pull the eagle down into the water. Mm -hmm. The eagle has to make a decision to let go or to try and hold on and risk losing the life. I hope people see that illustration. Losing the life. Losing its life rather. Sometimes we're like that eagle and we're diving down to our possessions, to our relationships, to our situations, and they are heavy, spiritually heavy. Come on, man. Come on, man. And they can weigh us down. Sin itself, the love of it, can weigh us down. And sometimes we hold on to it tightly, thinking that we can go as close to the shore, thinking that just before Jesus comes, I may have a chance. To come back, to get back on track. Yeah. But in a split second, Satan can pull you down. Pull you down. You have to let go. Pull it down, man. Jesus would only give you the strength to carry what he's going to allow you to carry based on his divine plan for your life. life. And I'm seeing somebody holding on. Yeah. Somebody is like, you know, man, I I have so much work to do now. So much stuff. Like I is on is now. It's now I see, yeah. you know, now I get more clients. Mm-hmm, now now mm-hmm, I'm seeing yeah. more opportunities. Now, now, the profit margins now, now the, going up. Yeah, now you're seeing profit. The ROI is now going up. The stuff, more opportunities you know. are coming. It's like, now your time yeah. is so thin. Yeah, time it, is thin. It was thin, thin before. Mm-hmm. But what your illustration is showing me is, hey, 
You, you're being carried on the water. You're being carried on the water. Heads on the water. Heads on the water. <laughs> and you're not breathing fine. Yeah, you're not breathing fine. And yeah. so there's a suffocation, I think, persons need to understand that mm. happens when you're trying to hold on. There's a strain. To, and yeah, and you're being strained and you're trying to hold on, but at the same time, you're trying to hold on to God. Hmm. But God is saying, if you hold on to me, I will give you all that I you give ask you for. All and we you see need. it in Matthew 6, 3. Yeah, yeah. Seek, seek, seek God first, first. Seek him first. And his kingdom and everything, and everything. will be added unto you. Yes, Ladies sir. and gentlemen, this has been the Bring It Home podcast, which completes, for the first time, the, the, the two of, of, the, of the one, the one and yes, two, yes. which completes it, the why and then why not. The why not. And so we hope that you guys saw that, you know, we can... Um, be in a situation just like that rich young ruler who mm. chose in the end his vicious cycle. He chose mm. to be pulled down. He chose to drown. That, that's it. And, and just to close as well, you know, it was coined in the sermon. He chose to walk when he left Jesus sad mm -hmm. and walked away. He chose to walk on the path of worthlessness. Yeah. Because if those possessions yeah. were really valuable to him, he would have left Jesus in a normal emotional state. But he left grieved. He left grieved because he couldn't get the spiritual treasure, the heavenly treasure. Mm -hmm. And yet he had to go back to his earthly treasure, which from the first place initially had no sort of value to him. And you had mentioned that the word there is actually depressed. Depressed. He, he, he chose... He, when he left sad, the original Greek says depressed. Depression. And we don't have time to go into that because that's our next episode. <laughs> when, when you can choose depression over God's destiny for your life. Come on. Come on. You know? Are you, yeah. are you, are you choosing depression over God's solutions God's yeah. recommendation yeah. what are you choosing today and I pray that you guys will marinate on that word mm -hmm. that you you, you you can't have it all if yeah. you don't have God so ladies and, and when you have God <laughs> you have it all. all you have it all enough said bringing it home ladies and Thank gentlemen you, so much. you guys can catch us on Apple Podcasts or on YouTube as you're looking at it now but Apple Podcasts will put all the links that you need to find in the uh, description down below as well as the sermon why not the pastor preach pastor thank you so much for coming God's on blessing, man. we hope that when you continue to preach we'll have a little bit more of these oh, yeah. and keep oh, yeah. it going guys yeah. take it easy bring it home That audio nice we in we in a vibe day. We in a vibe day. Depression. Depression uh, over destiny. You know that's a whole other five minutes, right? Talk. That's a whole 10, 15 minutes going there. That's a five minutes. Because you could drop in there mental illness now and connect the mind of Christ and how in the Garden of Eden, you know, God's intention for for, for, for man to develop and to have the mind of Christ. Yeah. And how the enemy came now with a blind date. You connect Pastor Jensen and then. From the previous.